I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit boattrader.com to get started. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about bushcraft, basically surviving out in the wild. Um, So Kevin, what I was thinking is we'd talk about, you know, really what is bushcraft? You know, what are we after? What what is What is it to really, you know, survive? What do you need? And oh, that kind of bushcraft. I oh, was thinking of you prepared right. the wrong show. Okay, I didn't get ready for the wrong topic. <laughs> no, I think that's a different podcast you're listening to. Okay, you typed in bushcraft, <laughs> and then <laughs> now I get it. Um, so basically, bushcraft. I think you know it's just more the living off the land with basically nothing. It's not camping. It's not going out whatever but it's it's just really the skills to survive in the wild with basically nothing um you know i i think in a way it covers foraging i I think it covers um you know maybe basic trapping hunting Mm -hmm. um and you know but basically living off the land starting fires right now that that term originated from from the actual bush australia right i don't know I guess I that would be I, important I information to figure out if you're doing a, a podcast on the whole topic. I don't know, but I sure as hell wouldn't ask the question if I didn't know the answer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that someplace. But All right. Who knows? So I, um, I guess there's quite a few topics you could cover with bushcraft. Yes. You know, there is definitely uh, the entire array of uh, survivalism is, is kind of... Bushcraft. In that bushcraft. But it's, yeah, but to a, you know, we're not going to discuss your AR-15 or your, you know, I mean, that's, but yeah, within Mm -hmm. the confines. So I guess what got me psyched on this is uh, I've been going to a website called uh, Bushcraft USA, and Mm -hmm. I actually ended up hearing about it on another podcast or something. It's actually like an interview on tiny homes or something, and the guy's like, oh, I do this. and, And they actually have, if you go to the website, they have a uh, section where you can, they have videos training you on how to uh, start fires, all the different things, but it's all free. But what they do, they're so awesome. They actually have it where you can videotape yourself doing it. The guy checks it, makes sure you're doing, you know, meeting his criteria. 
and then they actually call you like a, a you know beginner bushcraft different thing you know master different things you have each level but it forces you to actually apply your skills and make sure you know everybody thinks oh well you know I know how to start a fire but you know what go out when it's raining go out when it's rough and tell me you know how to start a fire because it's not that easy mm-hmm. to really get the big roaring blaze going and then do you know how to pick the right wood where the fire is going to last and be you know do you want the roaring blaze that you have to because all the wood's wet and crap mm-hmm. or do you want where you can have a nice you know slow fire that's gonna last right and you don't need it roaring because you knew what wood to pick right you know right. these are skills that if you want to be a prepper you know it's just one more like we talked about with foraging it's one more rounding out the whole you know plan of who we are and and what you want you know and what you want to be to basically be an all-around badass you know mm. you want to be a man that's going to take care of things this is the way to do it i used to have a friend that was a um uh, Native American. I, can't, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what tribe he was, but but every time I talked to him, everything was an ancient Indian secret. Yeah, <laughs> let me show you this ancient Indian secret. One of them was uh, was fire starting. Okay, let me show you this ancient Indian. He secret. He breaks out the zippo. Yeah, no, he had a he had a bottle of lighter fluid that he kept with him, <laughs> spraying all over the wood. That's how you get it going. Turns out the wood can be a little bit wet if uh, you uh, carry If the... you have lighter fluid, it's okay. And you know, if you're the guy who's always got lighter fluid in your pocket, that's mm-hmm. you know part of your everyday carry, then that, that kind of works. Yeah, that's fine, right? But uh, I know when I go when I go out in the woods and it's and it's wet, I usually have a little bottle of uh, you know that for filling up your zippos. They sell those little tiny yeah. uh, bottles, the little yellow whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just stick it in uh, one of the pouches in your backpack just in case. Does make it easy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think everybody thinks, oh, you know, there's wood all over the ground right. and it's dead. And, and you can think of times, you know, where it's been dry for a little while. You're mm-hmm. right. You can pick up just about anything yeah. off the ground and, and build a fire and it'll days, work. You're, you're in good shape. But, uh, you know, if I was out in uh, California, actually, up yeah. in the uh, Sierras. Uh, doing some some camping and uh, sh- I was shocked. You know, you could just light a log on fire. That's why they have those crazy forest fires. Just pick up a log, a literal log. I'm not talking about sticks or dry right. grass. Just pick up a log and hold the lighter underneath wow. it, and it would light on fire. Yeah, they I mean, do have crazy forest fires. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you want to be careful in those sort of situations. You think you put it out, and then uh, find out two days later that the whole forest you're camping that's why that's why they got the bear on the flag because every time people go in the woods Smokey comes out with the hat and he's like hey (laughs) i'm just saying because it's he's a regular sighting down Uh there huh all right that works um yeah no i'm excited about this and you know i mean we're gonna do one on fire starting an episode coming up and and you know we're going to get more into selecting the exact type of wood and what trees to look for and whatever but i mean the bottom line you should know you know know how to take your knife and whittle out little shavings and and different things and and you really you are going to have to learn how to use a bow drill how to kind of do it with a magnifying glass how to do it you know just the different things you should have options in your arsenal Right. And that's the thing is, you know, yeah, it's cool. You know, you probably do carry a lighter, you know, especially, hey, that's where the people who smoke have the upside there, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I do have, you know, but lots you of matches a, and lighters. You, a, you know. I try and cover that, right. you know. 
Right. And, you know, there's people who can't start freaking uh, a fire with flint and steel. You mm-hmm. know, make sure you can do it. Make sure right. you know what you're doing enough that... But, I mean, that's why I thought it was important. We're going to get to that fire starting episode. You need to be able to do it from nothing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better for building morale when things are down than being able to get a good fire going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're talking, you know, it keeps animals at bay. You know, the, the bear isn't necessarily going to come around. I, in Bambi, did they not say, oh, I smell smoke. Man's in the forest. <laughs> and they go running. That's the thing. I mean, you know, there's a reason. Because animals don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, hang out next to your fire. And you know what? That's good for you when you don't want to get eaten. Right. And, you know, so fire and it's warm and you know what it gets you dry it boils water when you're thirsty it you know you can cook your food fire when you're out in the woods and things go bad the first thing you want to do is get a fire going Mm -hmm. um next you know next you're going to want to head into a shelter and and, you know maybe that's a good idea that we do an episode on building shelters you know Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how we can do it, you know, with a podcast, what we'll tie together. But I think that's important. That's something we should right. uh, look at. And, but, you know, shelter. So you need to be able to look at your surroundings, see what's out there and, you know, find out. But that's back to this bushcraft website. They talk about these things, you mm-hmm. know, and they put you in there and you see a lot of people's ideas. And, you know, you're not prepared if you can't survive anywhere you are. And, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing. Um, maybe go back and listen to our foraging episode. You know, being able to find food and survive off the land. Right. That is bushcraft. You and know, doing a little, you know, doing the really uh, listening to the podcast isn't going to uh, make you proficient in, in these oh, things. You got to get outside. You I thought we were all around knowledge. No, <laughs> but you have to get outside yourself and, and do a little bit of, uh, you know. Yeah, no, you got to do the experimenting. Mm-hmm. You got to build the fires. You can't yeah. just. And that was that was actually, you know, one of the things that got me so excited. I was like, this is gonna force me to do it because I got to videotape myself <laughs> and send it into this guy so he could go. Yes, <laughs> you got to go. You know, uh-huh. and that's that's what I'm looking for. And I think uh, you guys should really, uh, you know, check that out and see what they got going on over there because it is filled with some good knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, so shelter, you need to find somewhere that's going to protect you from the rain. You know, I know we talk about carrying those, uh, what, the little ponchos or emergency blankets, right, you know, and that's right. kind of cool. We got it in the bug out bag and stuff, but you're not going to always have the bug out bag. Right. And I mean, I love those those blankets. And man, there really are some in the glove box each of my cars because they take mm-hmm. up no space. They right. fold up like those little tissue packets, you know, they're nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they make making a shelter a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, when you want to do a shelter, like you want to insulate yourself off the ground. That's, that's a big thing. Um, you know, so building up a pile of leaves or if you can put some wood in between you or even better if you've got some foam you know Mm -hmm. how cool are you when you can put that insulation layer yeah you know in between you and the ground it's going to make a big difference between you being cold um i I was just listening to another podcast and a guy was doing the survival out in maine and running a survival camp i think it was like jack mountain preparedness or something was the podcast 
I'll put it in the show notes. You guys can check it out. But, um, you know, he was talking about if you could find, like, either build up, if you're going to be in one spot fishing all day or hunting, if you can put a pile of leaves kind of where you're standing or find some wood that you can stand on, it's going to make such a difference Mm -hmm. in how cold you are. And you lose so much through your feet. It makes a difference. And if you're not taking care of yourself, because that's one of the most important things is your body temperature. You got to keep your core, you know, at the right temperature if you want to survive for more than, you know, a day. Keeping yourself dry and keeping yourself separated from the cold. Yeah, good pair of boots, man. Good it's pair of boots. Well, right, and they, it really is. And mm-hmm. you know, I know you talked about it in the hiking episode and different things, but it does. It makes the difference. But also, I want to cover if you're not prepared. You right. know, sometimes, right. damn it. Well, you're, you're never gonna find the day I'm out in the flip flops, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, now I'm stuck in flip flops, and I gotta survive in the mountains. But you know, I mean, you might be caught off guard. We're not right. always dressed for you know success and some of you might be yelling at me well my everyday carry is always on my hip and I don't miss a beat well that may be but you know I'm talking about in general for everybody and you know and maybe you need to think about your family and keeping them prepared and you know maybe this isn't for you because you're Mr. Awesome and you you know already have it all figured out but you, you got to make sure the ones around you and the people you care about are going to be able to survive and, and make do. Um, what else you got? Uh, well, one of the things that tie into the uh, shelter is um, is uh, rope. You know, knowing your knots, knowing your stuff, you might not always have it available. Yes. But if possible, keep it on you. You know, keep some, some in your car. Keep yes. some in your backpack if you're going out. Even if you're just going out for a, a two-hour day hike. They have all you know, those, those bracelets, necklaces, knife handles yeah, wrapped right. to a paracord. But I mean, you can definitely do a lot more with a with a piece of rope for shelter building. Yes. Than uh, you know than almost any other small item that you might have yeah. with you. Now, I was actually uh, just at a place this weekend. Uh, this local Kenko or whatever the heck place it is that we have here in Woodstock, and it's it's meant for uh, you know when Martha Stewart goes camping. They they have they have oh, yeah, what she yeah, but you know what honestly I I will say this place uh, you know and whatever you know it's your local you know whatever type place I don't even know is it a chain or I I don't, I don't know think there. so I think okay so anyway I I went in there about a couple of years ago and it was just like a bunch of North Face shirts and that was like it and I'm yeah. like. Oh, you have nothing. You have no value for the camper whatsoever. Yeah, everything was like, but they even had no selection at that. Uh Um, So my wife was like, oh, you know, that place looks nice. We should check it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take her in there and she'll see that $70 Uh stuff. We'll run out of there so fast and I won't have to hear about it again. No problem. So we go in. They totally changed. They're still have a lot of the high end stuff. But they have a lot of useful stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a different place than I remember. They have the archery set up, the whatever, and and everything. But I, I don't know. I was, uh, I don't yeah, feel I was lost that I, I'm not sure I should have gone there. But well, uh, I was up there uh, a few, uh, a few um, months ago. And I was looking at something they had. It was like a, a little um, a little canister, basically. You would burn small twigs in it. Yeah. 
and it would produce electricity and you could plug in your iPhone. To oh, got to have the iPhone. All that stuff. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And it was like, it was like 120 bucks. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy and he's like, he's like, yeah, we've had them for a while. He goes, nobody ever seems to buy them. And then I thought about it and I said, you know, when I'm in the woods, I don't really want my phone. My phone. My... And even if I and he's like, yeah, that's what everybody says. So nobody ever gets it. But I, yeah. I still thought it was a pretty cool little, uh, cool little idea. Nah, I don't know. So, I mean, you know, there's places you can get everything and be prepared, but you know, uh, decide what's right for you. Oh, so here's where I was going. Sorry, I got way off task there, and I'm sorry about that. But anyway, what I was getting at is they had a paracord belt, and this thing was huge, like a belt, a belt, Uh and it was nothing but paracord, Uh and it was. Thick. It was like quarter inch thick, you know, in the thickness and then the inch wide and mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it was all braided. And I'm like, man, that must be like a thousand feet of freaking <laughs> belt. But this thing was forty nine ninety five. What? And I'm like, well, one, I'd probably go home on Amazon, find it for 15 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But two, I was like, you know, if I'm in a tough situation... I think I'd rather have a belt than be pulling my <laughs> pants up the whole time. I don't think I want to take my belt off. Oh, shit. And the more I thought about it, though, I'm like, that'd be pretty freaking useful to have a thousand. Yeah. So, sorry now, to get I know, uh, way off task, everybody, but now, uh, I had to, you know. When I was in the in the Navy, yeah, I learned all my knots pretty well. Did yeah, you, well do the you Boy Scouts knots? taught me knots. Oh, okay. I tie a ball in. Uh-huh. Pretty much at least twice a week. Really, I really, am really. I was, using... I was kind of uh, upset with myself. I was uh, setting up a hammock out in the uh, in the woods for uh, for my wife there, and uh, it took me about three tries to get the bowling right. Uh, I said, "Man, me. I'm gonna have to like do my my uh, do some practice knots." It's been a while since I've t- the, tied the a bowling. The pitches and I'm good. Uh, with, I'm good with most I, of I them, but the bowling the it doesn't necessary come uses of each one. I mean, I know the bowling. Like yeah. I said, it's my my go-to knot, uh-huh. but uh, you know, certain ones to kind of like you know, you have ones for uh, keeping different size ropes together, right? And different things. And right. I can get it to stay, and I know about you know wrapping and mm-hmm. wrapping around and then through the loop, and it'll cinch. But anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So knots definitely another knots good, a good skill. A good little skill to have with you. Um, you know, another thing uh, to keep in mind is is most of us carry you know pocket knives and things with us. Yes. Um, Always have the Leatherman just, on my hip. Just you know, it just learn how to use so it. much. You know, if you don't know how to use your knife, uh, you know, if it's not sharp, if you don't take care of it, yeah, it's not going to be a whole lot of use. If you don't know what you're doing, if if it's dull, you know, yeah. It's it's not going to be much use. So you know, make sure you uh, you know how to handle it, and know, make sure you know uh, know it's in good shape and working order. No, well, having your stuff together, being organized. But that that's the thing is, you know, the more knowledge you have, the more we're prepared when you go out. The less stuff and the less crap that you need. Mm-hmm. And you know, it goes back we talked about with the hiking and camping, and you need to start applying it. You need mm-hmm. to go out and do. And you know, how good is it to get your family out to nature and just kind of enjoy the world? We're not all you know, you know, hippie, whatever. But the bottom line: the more you experience, the more you do, the more familiar and safe, the more prepared you're gonna be. When your family's not freaking out because they're used to oh. Well, we're going to, it's just like camping. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? How many families in America today don't have any idea what just like camping is? 
Right. You know, people don't do camping. It doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Is my dog snoring over there? I think we're getting yeah, some uh, background. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, there's other. Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of uh, small basic skills you want to brush up on. You know, everyday skills. Uh, telling time. You know, we're so used to having clocks every place. Yes. Uh, but when you're running out of daylight, it can be uh, it can be tricky knowing how much time you have to get things ready and and uh, when you're out in the woods. All right. So, so what's your trick? My trick is when it, the sun starts getting low. You know, you can hold your hand up to the edge of the horizon and right. count your fingers in between the horizon and the sun, where the All sun right. is. Every finger is 15 minutes. Oh. Now, when you get more than like a, a, an hour or two away from from it that, it, it starts fading quick. The the accuracy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, good idea. You know, just uh, next time you're out and you see the sun getting low, put your hand up, look at the time, and just keep track of it. See how long, you know, how long you've got. That way uh, you've got it in the back of your mind as, as a, a skill you have. Kevin's useful tip of the day. Yeah. I like you know, it. Keep your, keep your, you know, keep your eyes uh, paying attention to where the sun's coming up, where it's set, and which direction is north, you know, north and south. Uh, that's definitely helpful if you get turned around in the woods yeah um now how familiar you are are you with uh with uh compass navigation compass maps? navigation i'm actually pretty good yeah um and and you know i am you know your your sun rises in the east and sets in the west and mm-hmm. i can i can get a pretty good feel of where things are and and but you also have to have a good idea of where things are in your world around you before you go in the woods right Say, oh, you know, civilization is to the east of, uh, you where, know, yeah. where I'm camping. Right. Um, you know, there's a creek, uh, you know, five miles to the west. Or mm-hmm. there's a, you know, mountain range if I go that way. And then that way, when you get disoriented, you can... You know, one of the other things I learned about is uh, it turns out when people are wandering around lost in the woods and, and you're you're looking for help, People always tend to walk to the right and they end up walking in a circle. They think, oh, I'm just going to go due east and whatever. I'll go straight. I'll end up where I should be. They almost always end up in a circle. Now, depending on you, that circle may be bigger or smaller, Mm. your orientation. But I guess they did a study in some football fields and they blindfolded people and they kept and everybody goes to the right. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, barely make it to the end zone just from the uh, because they're curving so much to the to the right. And uh, so what they said is, uh, you know, you should be doing like line of sight with like two trees. So you pick two stationary objects, you know, that are both in the direction, and then you look through those two for a far off point. Mm-hmm. And then you want to keep aiming towards that point. And then when you get there, you want to pick two more objects, you know, two more trees or something, put them in line and keep going to ensure. Now, again, if you can see the sun and you're aware of, you know, what time of day it is and it's moving and whatever, but at high noon, it doesn't really help you that much. Right. right. To, uh, unless, oh, you, unless you're already aware of what direction is right. what. You're going. Yeah. So you might want to keep track on that. It no, will help you. I try when I get out in the woods I try to have a map with me okay uh, it's not always available with and that's the, the thing though to, is but I want you to be able ready. to survive when right. yeah when you're not, you're not planning on the nature hike right. right but uh you know it's definitely a good thing uh you know to be prepared for have an idea of 
you know, if you are going out in the woods, have an idea of what you're walking into. Okay. You know? Nope. So that's, uh, that's, um... What we got? That's, that's, well, that's, that's how I, uh, how I like to, uh, do my tricks. But, you know, you don't know how you're going to end up. Right. In a place. You don't know where you're going to end up. Now, you might so, end up there with, uh, you know, just a pair of dress shoes and, uh, and your car's broken down on a, on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. And I'm wearing a tuxedo, the, <laughs> the ultimate urban commando outfit. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't know what you're going to be uh, preparing for. So a lot of it is, is just, uh, you know, willpower, you know, strength of your mind, your skill set that you have that yeah. you carry around in your head. Nice. Now, I did actually, uh, I don't know, I, th- I feel like we've kind of exhausted... Or uh, what? What I wanted to get into on this? Did you have anything more? Or? Uh, I think that's that's everything I got. Um, All right. But I was, you know, I was talking to, talking to you earlier about. Um, uh, I was looking at the news the, the other day, you know, talking about uh, MRSA. Have you heard anything? Yeah, about tell this? me about the MRSA virus. MRSA. You said it's not a virus. I'm an idiot. What no, is it's it? a, you what know is what? MRSA. Have you ever heard of uh, staph? It's mm-hmm. like a like a skin. Kills uh, everybody in the hospital. Right. Got yeah, it. Don't go infections. to the hospital. Got um, it. Apparently, uh, there's a strain of that now that's resistant to any antibiotics. So if you get it, unless you go immediately to the hospital, as soon as it starts, you're done for. And it's just an infection that can't be stopped. All right. And uh, I said that there's they're, they're coming across more and more of these things that are resistant to... Uh, right resistant to antibiotics and, and untreatable you know and that's that's a skin on skin contact one that's not like a so you're like saying a, a you may want to head to the woods and yeah, become a it's not a plague epi- epidemic but it's not a um, you know it's not the only the only uh, issue so it's becoming resistant to antibiotics you're saying I'm not wrong to be a shut in and stay in my own property and grow my own food and uh, right and hoard guns right yeah okay. just get in your house grow your beard get weird you know, get weird. <laughs> do your thing, man. Stay right. away from people. They're dangerous. Good to know. They're dirty. Good to know. Stay out of hospitals. They kill people, man. They do. <laughs> hospitals are bad. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's probably a good thing at a hospital, but I haven't seen it yet. I <laughs> so just know I that cancer, they give you a I'm big freaking bill. You are all right, because I'm not sure. If I get a flu, I'm staying. I'm home. going to find some Indian. Uh, <laughs> take care of me. The Indians know all about the cancer. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so. The one thing I did want to talk about today, though, is uh, is we set up a forum at PreppingBadass.com, Badass Forum. Yeah. And what I'm going to try and do when, when this drops, I'm going to try and... We, we usually put them out on Saturday nights, so maybe uh, like 8 o'clock, something. I'm going to try and, and make sure that I'm checking it and, and updating some stuff and... And maybe on Sunday nights we seem to get a lot of downloads, but I think everybody's listening during the week. Right. But it'd be cool if you guys wanted to check it out, get some new topics. Um, we have places you can put kind of ideas and stuff. And where but, would they go if they were looking directly for that to, to so get some ideas? What I did is I did set up that badassarmy.com. Uh-huh. And you can check that out. That'll link right to the forum. Or if you go to PreppingBadass.com, there's a link up in the top there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. We got that going. Uh, what else? I uh, I will put uh, the other forum in, at uh, Bushcraft USA. Put that link in the show notes. 
Okay, what about um, the email, uh, preppingbadass at gmail.com? Preppingbadass at gmail.com. I know if you guys are enjoying the podcast, we have that Patreon set up, mm-hmm. patreon.com. I think we still even have a few uh, a few patches. I, apparently, uh, some of you guys are crazy and hesitant to give people their address, which I fully appreciate. Yeah. But there are a couple patches left if uh, if you're looking for some. All right. So Kevin's got some overstock. Mm-hmm. If you want to, uh, the one or two people may have gotten some duplicate patches. I think Kevin sent some. <laughs> I sent some. We didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. But uh worked out. And uh, yeah, otherwise, check out the Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Prepping Badass. I um, think that's all the uh, maintenance. All right, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.